There was a great man who lived high upon a hill. He was a rich man, and was often wondered of him if he was wise, beyond smaller folks dreaming. For all told of his might and splendor of plenty. The smaller folk would say, how could a man amass such a store without wisdom? That man was grand, his trailing gowns of gold would glimmer in the sun, and his gleaming teeth would shine in the moonlight like unto pearls. But more than all that, his eyes were a strange discerning color that would shift upon each its subject, like the color must match what air it met. No man could meet his eyes for long. That man was kind. His wealth was not hidden from the poor small folk of the earth and ground. He would raise them from their low places and sit them high their stations. And even the poor folk would roll in his riches. One night, that man fell upon his pillow and turned and fret upon its softened spot. And six nights fell the same way. It was the sixth night, the night before the seventh, which is the day of completion, that the man staggered into a dream and made his choice. There before his dazzling eyes, a woman tall and fair was towering over his quaking, cowering form. He dared raise his strange eyes to her beauty, but no not to gaze upon her eyes, for to behold them was to surely die. She did not resist him, and she stooped over him, and swept her stony gaze over him. Mortal, you dare sight my beauty, to which that great man said, I, yes, miss, I have dared to sight your beauty. Mortal, what do you think on my flowing hair that tumbles over hills and golden curls? That rich man sees her hair and says, I desire it. You speak truly, and what do you think on my ruby lips? The grand man sees her lips and says, I desire them. You speak truly, and what do you think on my heavenly eyes? She spoke softly, and the man trembled, for he had not dared to stare his eyes to hers, and still did not sight them there. But so his mind spun, if her every part was of the purest beauty, how could her eyes differ? The kind man sees not her eyes, and says, I desire them. And you shall have them, quaking, cowering man, in exchange for your own. She bent at her slender waist and plucked his eyes from their spots in his face and placed in his hands two smooth, round stones, cold as snow, heavy as robin eggs. Go now and tell no one of this dream. The man waked from his dream, feeling as if he had not slept the night entire. He sat up in his bed, clutching stones in his hands, cold as snow, heavy as robin eggs. With his shivering fingers, he touched the place his eyes had been, and lo, them were gone. Quickly, before a soul could conceive, he pushed the stones, cold as snow, heavy as robin eggs, deep in his sockets, in the hopes to see more clearly. On the seventh day, the day of completion, the man come from his home. He walked up and down in trailing gowns, his swooping grounds. He made a show of his eyes, from which he could not see from. Him thought he could make the smaller folk dream his eyes full and lively and keen. 
all the folks from his home and land come to gaze upon his staggering wealth and riches, and them all would gaze upon the man with pity, for he had forfeited his eyes for what could only be of use for eyes. And he was great and grand and kind, yet he had stones for eyes. Them no longer wonder of him if he was wise, beyond smaller folks dreaming. Thank you.